Welcome to Branding Your Real Estate. This is your host, Corinne King. And Branding Your Real Estate, it was created by a real estate agent for real estate agents to give you inspiration, motivation, and ideas to help you improve your business, your brand, and most importantly, you as a real estate professional. So we're, I'm recording this in December. Hopefully I can get it out this week. Um, because it is almost the end of the year and there's a couple things that I like to start doing this time of the year or even beforehand so I can start putting together an effective plan for the following year. And today we're touching on KPIs. These are key performance indicators. Now, this is something you should always have top of mind, uh, but key performance indicators let you know if the actions that you are taking or the money that you are spending to generate leads or to nurture leads is actually giving you a return and what type of return. And there are several things we can look at in our business to do that. So that's what we're going to touch on. And I'm going to get it. I'm going to start with the why and then the how specifically related to the real estate business. So keep on listening. You can grab a pen and paper or come back to this later. Like I mentioned, I want to start with the why, because before you get into this, you're going to be like, why am I going to waste my time doing this? I should be out hitting the pavement, talking to clients. And yes, all of that is so important. You don't want to spend so much time planning it that you aren't actually taking action. I am one of those people that I'm a procrastinator by planning. So I procrastinate taking action by putting together these glorious plans. So I don't want you to get too much in the weeds with this. If anything, I want it just to be forefront these key performance indicators so you're constantly aware of the actions that you're taking and also taking a look at what result are you getting from there. It gives you clarity on your business, like what is working, what is not. That's clearly what it is. Um, and, And that's exactly what tracking your business is. So really a lot of it for me when I first did this, it just made me realize how many things were time wasters. And so I freed up so much time by not tinkering with all these other ideas I have. And this also helps with the shiny object syndrome um, where everything looks really cool or you come up with a cool idea, but the, the time and money spent on it just doesn't have the same return or impact as something else. And when you look at your key performance indicators, it's the 80-20 rule. So it helps you focus more on the 20% that is driving the 80%. And if you start tracking what's working really well, what's not working so well, you can take the energy and time and money you were putting into those things that aren't really yielding high results or any results, and you can now put that energy and money into the 20%. So imagine something that gave you five leads that turned into a closing. What if you double downed on that instead of using your energy and money on that ad in the local magazine that has never brought you any leads that, you know, cost you time and money, take all that, put the energy towards what's working. Now you might be able to double your business. So that that's the whole point of this is for you to constantly look at those key performance indicators. So we're going to get into like, what are these key performance indicators? And I've listened to this a lot in just general business podcasts or YouTubes or courses and things like that. And I do think it's very important, but I had to take the the concept of key performance indicators and apply it to real estate. So in some businesses, it's very linear. 
right? They put an ad on Facebook. We'll say it's for a product. Put an ad on Facebook and they can directly correlate how many purchases they got from that ad. That is not real estate. People don't necessarily purchase houses that way. It's a it's not a linear line from point A to point B. It's like point A to B, C, D, E, F, G, and then goes like to X and then back to B. I don't know, but you get it. Real estate is not a straight line from one point to the end result. So yes, a big part of real estate is also tracking and going back and reviewing all of your closings and following that lead back to the beginning. But there's probably one thing you did to attract them and then a thousand things you did to nurture them over many years. So it's not very linear. So there's others. So what I decided to do rather than necessarily tracking those closings and where they came from or tracking one marketing effort to a closing is tie it back to real estate again. So you can, there's other key performance indicators you can follow by tracking the analytics where and when you can. Sometimes it's not as easy um, uh, to really quantify it, but there are certain avenues where you can track your efforts and track your money and see what kind of results you're getting. So I'll give some some examples for that that you can start tracking now right after this. And in these areas, these key performance indicators, the better you do there, I bet you that will have a direct correlation to your closings as well. We all have different marketing plans and efforts and outreach and lead generation. So I might not touch on something that you are doing, but I do encourage for you to step one, write down all of the marketing actions and money that you spent this year. Just write it all down so you have a point of reference to point back to, to build your key performance indicators. And then I'm going to, in one moment, give you an example on how you can take these and track these and then determine, do you want to do it moving forward? So with key performance indicators, I don't think you should do it one time and then use those results to base whether or not you need to remove it or move forward. You do have to give some of your marketing efforts time to catch on and then look at that cumulative result of all of that work together. Now you can look at these KPIs quarterly, which I highly suggest, and just have your eye on them always. Like always have it in the back of your mind. Like what is this action bringing back? Did I get a return on that? Try and track it as you go, but don't spend too much time on it. Um, And especially at the end of the year, like just really just go through all of your marketing activity and see what your return is. That's what we're doing here. And, And not necessarily the return on dollars, like dollar for dollar. Like I said, it's too hard to do that in real estate um, because sometimes it's several things um, that you've done that has converted a cold lead to a warm lead to a hot lead to the closing table. So you can't necessarily, um, look at the return on your dollars. So that's where we're going to get into the actions that you're taking and what you can track there. So I think I like kind of mentioned this before, but I want to just bring it back one more time. This is not about measuring the dollar amount that you made this year. That is for another topic and, of course, very important to track and keep an eye on. Um, But the KPIs are really just measuring the marketing efforts that you took and what those returns look like. Because the better those are, again, the better your closings are going to be. And 
there's a lot more that goes into closings like economic factors, your own personal life. So those are things that you need to keep in mind as well. So KPIs, let's give you some examples. We're going to start with social media. Did you possibly go into this year with the goal to be more active on social media and take consistent action? What were those actions? Was it as simple as posting every day, being more mindful with your post, engaging for 15 to 20 minutes a day? Like what did that marketing plan look like? And then ask yourself, how much did you grow from the beginning of last year until now? How many more followers? Go back and track the engagement. How much more engagement? Did you get any real leads? Was there a lead conversion that actually converted to a closing? Make a note of that and note all of those results. And go back and ask yourself, was I consistent with the actions to make this happen? Because if you do a marketing activity here or there with really no goal in mind or consistency, you're not going to get positive results. So you need to make sure to look at your actions as well. Don't just look at one post and be like, well, it didn't do anything. So I guess social media doesn't work. Did you work for it to work? So that's what I'm asking. And if you did work, See what your returns were. See what worked on social media times of day when you posted, the type of content that you posted, which one, which ones created more conversations and helped you build those relationships, and which ones actually converted to leads. And make a note of some that are kind of just brand filler that help build your brand because a lot of times people might see one post that sparks their interest And then it drives them to go kind of do a little bit more research on you. Look at your profile. A lot of that is for brand building as well. But consistency, were you consistent and what were those returns? So that's just one example there. Did you have good returns? Continue maybe doing more of that. Maybe you saw a lot of feedback on just spending 20 minutes a day engaging. Some of this you're going to have to go back through like your memory of like, Did I have a lot of feedback through here? Maybe double down on that. Maybe do 15 in the morning and 15 at night and see which post worked well. Double down on those. So this is a way that you can even narrow in more on your KPIs. So another example of a KPI, did you do a mail out that had like a QR code attached to it? Or it could have been like a QR code that went to a video on YouTube or it went to a listing or it went to your email. Is there anything there for you to track? Can you go back to that video that you did that was specifically tied to that postcard that you sent out and see how many views you received? Or can you, did you have a landing page for that? Can you track that? And if you can't, it doesn't mean, it, sometimes you might be like, well, I didn't get a lead from it. It's not always about the lead that converts to a closing. It's about how much activity is this driving to the other places where you're branding yourself. Sometimes that's what it is. If you just sent out a postcard with no way to track it or no call to action, moving forward, why don't you try this year doing a postcard? If it's print, print is very hard to track. But do a postcard to um, that has some call to action that encourages them to reach out or scan a QR code um, to capture that information and start the conversation. Then you can really start tracking it. I'll give you an example. We have been marketing in this local magazine for a long time, the standard, you know. Here are the six properties we're marketing, and it was just like everybody else. We never received a lead from that magazine ever. Uh, maybe it was a little bit of a brand building as well, but it was kind of an outdated magazine. 
And I was like, listen, let's cut down our dollars on this, put more dollars into social media. We can still show up here, but let's track it. Let's put something either in our ads or just do the cover with a QR code. And that way we were able to track to see how many people went to that QR code. And we had on there like a landing page to where they would have to put in their information. So far, we've got zero, zero leads from that. You know what that tells me? Maybe next year we will not spend our money on this magazine. So I before we just kind of like shot in the dark, hoping we got some leads from this magazine, but you can't really track. You don't know who's picking it up. You don't know who saw it, who called you from that. We always try and ask like, hey, where, by, by the, uh, where, where have you found us? Um, we do try and ask that if we can't, if we don't know automatically where that lead came from. None came from this magazine. So we attempted the following year to track it. You know what? Nothing from it. So we might just stop spending our time and money. It's a couple hours a month and it's about $300 a month. So that'll save us right there and we can take that money and now pour it into somewhere else that is performing that we can track. Um, Okay, some other examples. So we touched on print how to maybe track that, use that as an engagement piece. Sometimes it's just a nurturing piece. Uh, Social media, emails, your database. That's a huge place for you to track. How many new emails did you get this year? Simple as that. And where did they come from? And this can point back to, like, did you attend a social event uh, and get some emails from that? Did you do some sort of partnership with another another company and get on their, you know, get some of their emails from their database. Like where did these emails come from? And then where you got them from, just do more of that. Like it's, these KPIs just point where you need to put more energy and time and not where you're spending time elsewhere. So just a couple more examples before we close it out here and let you actually get to measuring your KPIs, so key performance indicators. So something else that we can track is that we actually do buy leads from Zillow. I feel like it like goes against my soul, but for our area, it works for us. We just got a killer lead from there that finally, finally we got a lead. It was actually our first one that is resulting in hopefully a sale. We're under contract as I record this, and it was a big sale too. Um, but for anywhere that you're actually paying for leads, those are really, really easy to follow. Where are those people? How many leads did you get? How much money did you spend? Can you calculate about how much time you've spent with them? And also I think it's important, like, did you set them up? Are you nurturing them? Because like I said, real estate isn't linear. It's not, I mean, sometimes it is when you're lucky, like like how I got pretty lucky, but it's not just a straight line of you get a lead and you get a sale. Um, but this could be, you know, how how many leads did you get? How many were warm, cold, hot? Did you close any of those? Can you actually quantify it in a sense to a sale? I know I said we're not really focusing on that, but it's important to look at all of this. And how much did it help you grow your email list? So did you spend... Um, $200 a month for leads and you grew your email list by 300. Are you able to go through that and pull from your CRM system? You should be tracking. So it's a little bit easier in your CRM system where you got these leads. So go and do all of that. So that's one. And I might have a couple more for you. 
your website in general should have analytics on the backside of it. And this just lets you know like how much activity did you get on your website. And to go a little bit further, when you break down into each one of these marketing areas, let's just look at websites here. How much traffic did you get? And if you can, compare to the year before, what did you do different this year that drove more traffic or less traffic? Do you have evergreen content on there? Were you posting weekly? Did you um, run a campaign? Like there's a really cool campaign, but it takes a lot of effort that I heard someone talk about on a podcast where they did 365 days of living in that certain area. So um, it was almost like a bucket list, like 365 things to do in this specific area. And she did a blog post once a day. That was a lot of effort and a lot of time for her and ended up being a little bit of money because she paid someone to do it as well. Um, But she got massive traffic off of that. So that is something else that you need to track as well. I want to point back to social media because I think that is a huge part. It shouldn't be the only part. Um, But if you did run any ads, you can track those. Which ads did well? Which ones didn't? Did the ads actually generate either increasing your page follows, comments, engagement. Did you get any emails from it? What did you get from those ads? Did you get something? Again, it's not always about the exact dollar amount that you got this year because a lot of those leads are probably people. If you continue nurturing them and clients and customers, that will close something in the next couple years if you continue to nurture them, but you pulled them into your sphere. So that's what we're looking at is how many things did you grow? Did you grow your website? Did you grow your email list? Did you grow your social media platforms? Which ones? What did you do to get them there? So, and and keep them engaged and show up on their feed more often. So there is a lot to look at, but you're just tracking the numbers on all the efforts of the things that you did. And if you haven't really tracked, if you haven't set up a system to track these things. Some are easier than others because social media does it for you. A lot of websites have those analytics built in. Um, But again, like if you go to an event, did you just go and say hi and yada, yada, yada? Or did you volunteer and not really make connections? Or did you? You know, maybe you got someone's phone number and email and they found out that you did real estate from there. There's something that I talk about where I used to teach spin class. I didn't really tell people about me being in real estate, that was kind of my mistake. Um, And it was something I enjoyed doing. So it wasn't necessarily pushing sales, which I, I don't, I think you should always lead with your authentic self doing things that you love because just you're going to show up better and people want to work. They'll be attracted to you and want to work with you because they kind of like, like your energy when you're doing something you like. Um, someone will like your energy. So anyways, going back to me teaching spin, I ended up getting three or four leads off of those. And actually those leads are turning into more leads as well and referrals and things like that. Um, just from doing, doing that, uh, I was able to sort of, sort of track my, my return on that. Took a couple years for me to close some properties with them. But just to give you an example, like where are you hanging out and are you capitalizing on it? How can you track that? How can you make sure that someone, you go to spin class three times a week with this group or whatever you're doing, or you go volunteer once a week uh, at a food bank? How do they know that you're in real estate without you being too pushy? You know what? The good news is everyone's going to ask, what do you do? Tell me about yourself. People love knowing what you do. And you know what? People love talking about real estate. And you can always like carry with you your real estate coffee mug or wear a shirt or carry a bag that has that on there. 
they will know. And if you guys connect on that personal level, they will likely refer to you or come to you for real estate. So figure out how you can just track that a little bit better. It's not a clear linear line. I feel like that that's the key word here. <laughs> not, a, not a linear line, especially when you are attending events or networking. This is called networking human to human, not just social media, but see how you can track that as well. Um, you know, if you're attending networking events that one, don't feed your soul, don't do them. Um, but two, you aren't generating any leads from it or connections, then eliminate it. Don't do it. That's the point of these KPIs is to tell you what to do, what not to do, where to invest more time and money and where to pull back. Because the whole point is to make more money, save some time, live a better life, and KPIs can help you do that. And that's really it for today. I really hope you take this and do something with it. You don't have to do anything extreme. Just take the time to just look at everything that you do and get clarity on your business and where you're spending your time and your money. If you figure that out and then you pivot based on that, you have to actually do something with it, by the way, to see a difference in your business. But if you do pivot, you will see a massive change in your business next year. And I really encourage you to build this in, to do this quarterly. And eventually this is just going to become second nature. Whenever you do some sort of marketing activity, you'll just start questioning, why am I doing this? Who am I trying to target? And then you're going to follow up with, did I get a return on this? Do I want to do it again? Do I need to pivot? Uh, Do I need to eliminate it? Or do I just continue doing this and putting more time, effort, energy, and money into this specific activity. That is kind of the whole point of these KPIs. So there was a quote that I wanted to throw in here and I'm going to butcher it, but it was something about taking massive action. You get massive results. So these KPIs will help you figure out where you need to take that massive action and where to focus your energy and money. And when you do see something that has a good return, take massive action there you will see massive results in your real estate business. All right, now I'm going to let you go. I am going to ask you a couple favors. One, would you mind giving me a couple stars if you've a couple as in five? I would love five stars for this podcast. Um, If you find that you're getting anything from it. Um, Two, did you have a win in your business? And would you like to be on a podcast? Let's schedule an interview. I love to bring in real life examples. Three, do you have someone that would be great for the podcast, whether they're in the industry or outside of the industry, if they have something you think would be beneficial to the listeners of branding you real estate? Those are my, I think I had another request too. Um, I think it was just those two. So anyways, if you have any questions or anything or to reach out, you can reach me at brandingu underscore real estate on Instagram. I am checking, not all the time, but I am checking my messages there. Uh, You'll be like, well, you're super quiet on Instagram. Yes, I decided to take a step back. That was eating up a lot of my time where I actually needed to focus on real estate. Um, But I really am loving the podcast. And that is where Branding Real Estate was birthed, was the podcast. That was the point of it. And I want to come back to that and just focus on there giving you information and ideas and ways to improve your brand, like I say, so you can listen to this on the go. All right. I really hope to connect with you though. So please reach out to me on branding you real estate under, wait, branding you underscore real estate on Instagram. All right. Well, happy branding and happy holidays. If you're listening to this in December when this is recorded.